You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Glennis Langley. Enjoy. to God be the glory, great things he hath done. Hello, dear friends, and we just want to welcome you again to our program, and we pray that your heart will be blessed today by the ministry of the word. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. It's such a joy to come before you yet another time to share with you the word of God. And I trust that today's word will be a blessing to your heart. And our subject for today is God is looking for fat disciples. God is looking for fat disciples. And when I use the word fat, I'm not referring to physically fat, but the Lord wants us to be spiritually fat. So the question is, how fat are you? Because God is urgently looking for people who are willing to stand in the gap to help save lost souls and to do his work here on this earth. The kind of people God is looking for are fat people. And the acronym for fat is faithful, available, and teachable. So God is looking for fat disciples. So let's look at the letter F. F stands for faithful. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 2, it reads, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. You see, when I am faithful, God can trust me with assignments and responsibilities. Not only does it mean that God can trust me and count on me, but it also means that I trust God and count on him because he tells us in his word to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. We sometimes trust people, but they let us down. But if we trust in our God, he will never let us down because he said that he is a man that cannot lie. So faithfulness is a key aspect of the Christian life. It involves being loyal to God and following his plan because he has a plan for our lives. Even when it is difficult, we can still follow his plan. Throughout the Bible, there are many examples of faithful people who serve as inspirations for Christians today. The stories of these faithful people teach us valuable lessons about what it means to be dedicated to God. From Abraham's unwavering obedience, he obeyed God even when it didn't make sense because God told him to leave your father and mother, leave everything and go into a land that I will tell you of. If God tells you right now to leave everything and go, will you go? So we see that Abraham was faithful. He didn't question God. We think about Job. Job kept his eyes fixed on God, trusting in his goodness and sovereignty, despite the depth of his suffering, because Job suffered a lot. Job suffered tremendously. He lost everything. But in spite of that, Job said, my Redeemer liveth. He said that he will trust 
in God no matter what. And Job trusted God and his latter end was greater than the beginning. Amen. Moses was faithful in God's entire house. Moses was the one who led the children of Egypt into the promised land. Even though he didn't enter the promised land, but yet he was able to lead them out of Pharaoh's bondage. David was a faithful priest to God and a faithful son-in-law to King Saul, even though King Saul tried to kill him on many occasions. Daniel, he was found faithful even when his enemies tried to find some charge against him. But no error or fault was found in Daniel. Why? Because he was praying to his God and Daniel was thrown in the dens of lions. But my God delivered him from the lions. Amen. Think about Paul. He served God faithfully by preaching the gospel wherever and whenever the Lord directed him. He kept his eyes fixed on Christ and his mission of truth in love, even though great trials and persecution ultimately given his life for the gospel because Paul was dedicated to God. Before he became Paul, he was known as Saul and he persecuted, he killed the children of God. But when the Lord got a hold of his life, he was a changed man and he was faithful to his God. Hallelujah. So you see, you don't have to be a Peter, Paul, or David for God to use you. Think of the fishermen. They were rugged fishermen, but yet God used them. They were ordinary people and God used them. So God can use you and I to do his work in this world. All you have to do is to be faithful to the cause of Christ. If I am faithful, that means I am full of faith and believe God enough to step out on his word regardless of the circumstances. So the best way to become a person full of faith is to spend time in the word, reading and meditating on God's wonderful track record of miracles and deliverance. Because Romans 10, 17 tells us, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So God wants us to be faithful. Are you faithful? If you're not faithful, you can become faithful today. So let's take a look at the letter A. A stands for available. Before God will use anybody, they have to be available to be used. You have to make yourself available for the Lord to use you. The word available means to be suitable and ready for use. Those who are useful to the Lord are readily attainable and accessible. You must be accessible for God to use you. The Lord asks in Isaiah 6 and verse 8, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, Here am I, send me. So Isaiah was willing to go and be used for the Lord. God is looking for volunteers, people who will say, I am yours, Lord. I am ready and willing to do your will wherever it may be. So are you available to the Lord like that? Are you available to God? 
God is looking for those who have surrendered all to his purpose in season and out of season. You can't be available only when you feel like doing it. No, you have to be available at all times. We think of Samuel. The Lord called Samuel and he answered, Hear my Samuel was mightily used of God. Why? Because he was available. How about Mary, the mother of Jesus? I'm sure there were other virgins in the tongue, but Mary was the one who went down in history. Why? Notice what Mary said when the angel told her of her chosen ministry. Luke one thirty eight, And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. In other words, I am available. Praise God. How about Jesus? He's a perfect example. He walked perfectly in the will of God. Why? Jesus was available as the son of God. He wanted only to do the will of God. His first recorded words showed his availability. In Luke 2 and verse 49, it says, Know ye not that I must be about my father's business? In other words, I am available. He was available to go to the cross. He gave his life freely for the sins of this world that whosoever will. See, he gave us free choice. If you will only choose him, he can be your savior and then you can be available to be used of him. We think about the disciples. They were mightily used of God because they were available. Matthew 4.22 says, And they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. These men, they were fishermen and they gave up their livelihood to follow Jesus. Will you give up everything and follow Jesus today? How about Paul? When God called him, he was the worst sinner around, killing or putting into prison as many Christians as he could get his hands on. And he was also a blasphemer. How could God use him so mightily? Listen to what he said after his confrontation with Christ in Acts 9 verse 6. And he trembling and astonished said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? He made himself available to Jesus. He acknowledged that Jesus was the one and he became a great follower of Jesus. Amen. But you may say, I am no Samuel, Mary, Jesus, Paul, or even the disciples. I'm just me. God can't use me. I'm a nobody. But my friends, you are not a nobody because Jesus says that you are a chosen vessel. You are a child of the most high God. You cannot call yourself a nobody. You are somebody in the sight of God. Sure, he can use you. Just like Jesus used the little boy to feed 5,000 people. What did the boy have? Only five loaves and two fish. He didn't have much. But all he did was make it available for Jesus to use. Jesus took what he had, multiplied it, blessed it. And there were even 12 baskets left over. That's where we have leftovers. It started right there. So my friends, God is not looking for ability, but availability. 
when we make ourselves available to God, he gives us the ability to do what he calls us to do. He does not call the equipped. He equips the called. Moses told God he could not speak. And God said, no problem. I can give you the ability to speak. If we are faithful and we are available, then we should be teachable because we'll be around others who we can learn from. If you desire to be used by God, then you must be faithfully present among the members of Christ. You must make yourself available in order for God to use you. You must remain teachable or this may show you are not humble and God will not use the proud of heart, but only those who esteem others better than themselves. So we look at the final letter, T, teachable. Many believers are faithful and available, but God still can't use them as effectively as he wants to because they are not teachable. 1 Corinthians 8 verse 2 tells us, if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. This may seem discouraging, but it's rarely just saying there is always more to know. Reading and meditating on the word of God is like peeling back layers of an onion and never reaching the center. So you must be humble. You must make yourself teachable. No one knows it all. We can all learn something from somebody. You see, it is easy for God to work in a heart that does not easily and readily receive instruction. You probably have a hard soil or a rocky soil heart, but you don't want that. We should pray, Lord, give me a heart that is good soil so that your word can penetrate and bear fruit in me. 30, 60, or even a hundredfold, because God can teach a person wonderful lessons, even through a little child. If that person is open and teachable, God is not only looking for those open to instructions, he's also looking for those open to correction. To be truly usable, we must keep our hearts and minds open and pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That's Ephesians 1 verse 17. By allowing new wisdom and revelation to refresh the knowledge we already have, we enable ourselves to grow and flourish. So when you build upon what you know, then it says that you will grow, you will flourish. Why? Because you have a teachable spirit. In the food realms, there are good fats and bad fats. In the spiritual realm, this is also true. The bad kind of fat is flaky, arrogant, and too busy. I don't want to be that kind of fat. You see, we can never be too busy for God. You can't be arrogant thinking that you, you know it all. No, that's not a good spirit. Sometimes our attitude can keep us from hearing what God is trying to teach us in the moment or in the situation. Assuming we already know is arrogance. Amazingly, we can learn from people who know less than we do. You don't only learn from someone, you know, who have a PhD or have a bachelor degree. No, you can learn from the simplest person. Like I said earlier, you can learn from a child. You can learn from anybody. You can even learn something from an animal. So learn to be humble. If we reject 
the message because we think we know more than the messenger does. We might miss out on something important that God is trying to show us. In other words, no matter how available the other person may be, in order to receive it, we must be teachable. We must be able to receive what somebody is teaching you. You see, if I am truly teachable, you can point out deficiencies and blind spot in my life because you'll speak the truth in love. I will listen and take those comments to heart because I'm teachable. So I should be open to constructive criticism without being offended. David prayed, let the godly strike me. It will be a kindness if they correct me. It is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. That's Psalms 141 and verse 5. If you and I truly want to grow strong in the Lord, we need people around us who will love us enough to tell us the truth and point out blind spots so that we can work on them to the glory of God. When someone corrects you, do not be offended, but learn from what the person is saying to you. So I praise God that according to Philippians 1 verse 6, he is at work in me, helping me become his kind of fat, faithful, available, and teachable. So as I close today, would you determine in your heart to be a fat disciple? Would you find a godly friend with whom you can give the green light to in your life so that he or she can provide faithful wounds and let you know where your blind spots are? Although it may hurt a little, you will be glad you did. Remember, the fatter you become spiritually, the more God will be able to use you to make a difference in the world for Christ. So will you today determine in your heart to be a fat disciple? Remember, it's always good to be faithful, available, and teachable. God bless you. You know, dear friends, we never bring our programs to a close without again challenging you to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says that Jesus is standing at your heart's door. He says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man will hear my voice and open the door, he promised he will come in and will sup with you and you with him. Would you trust him today? Eternal Father and our God, we again want to thank you because we know that we can call upon you when we find ourselves in trouble. You have promised to deliver us. But we pray today for those who have never trusted in you as Savior and Lord of their lives. That you would speak to their hearts and you would change their lives, transform them and make them know that you are real. Have your way, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. And thank you once again for listening to our broadcast. And if these messages have made an impact in your life, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at newdeofhopeatlanta at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 470-929-5526. So until then, let your heart go on rejoicing and trusting in Jesus.